0: Today we're going to be talking about inflammation. Uh, Inflammation is at the root of illness. Medical studies have confirmed that greater than 87% of our current illnesses are stress-related. Stress comes at us in many ways, one of which is uh, the way we think, Uh, another is through life experiences, environmental factors, and the other is through our diet. Our brain is involved in everything that we do. The brain is an amazing organ, and like many vital organs, it needs proper care to work at its peak performance. You have heard the phrase, you are what you eat, but you are also what you think. In other words, what we choose to eat and what we choose to think affects our body and mind functions on a day-to-day basis, or how it functions on a day-to-day basis. Our brain uses 20 to 30% of our daily calories. Diets that are high in sugar can slow down mental processes and actually increase the risk of depression. Diets high in sugar or high in simple carbs, which include breads and pasta, increase inflammation in the body, increasing our risk of illnesses like Alzheimer's, diabetes, heart disease, and hypertension. Studies have shown that illnesses such as these, can be avoided with the right diet. There's also a whole other study called Epigenetics, uh, which says that you may have a gene for a certain illness or disease, but that does not have to be turned on. And many times that it doesn't get turned on by uh, eating the right diet and learning to deal uh, with our stresses. Years ago, I came across a study that drew blood from patients who were on different diets. They were drawing blood, looking at a, uh, inflammatory markers. Um, those inflammatory markers included c reactive protein, interleukin-6, interleukin-2, and homocysteine. The study revealed that diets that were high in red meat, fried foods, and sugar increased inflammation. We know that inflammation is a primary cause of heart disease, Alzheimer's disease. Dementia. I'd like to mention here that high fructose corn syrup is one of the most inflammatory and toxic, I believe. It seems that this high fructose corn syrup is metabolized in the liver like a toxin. So it doesn't metabolize metabolize like uh, normal glucose that we get from fruits and vegetables um, and whole grains. And not allowing the hormone leptin to be secreted, which tells your brain that you've had enough to eat. So basically, you're in the cycle of always feeling hungry. Your brain is not getting the information that it's had enough to eat. As a practitioner, I see elevated liver enzymes and fatty liver all the time. I really feel like that this high fructose corn syrup and, of course, other processed uh, things that we eat today in our standard American diet is a contributing factor uh, to this fatty liver. Interleukin-2 is a protein that regulates white blood cells that are part of our immune system. It is a cytokine signaling molecule in the immune system. Interleukin-2 is involved in many bodily processes, but I will only point out a few. Interleukin-2 is involved with carbohydrate binding, positive regulation of inflammatory response, and negative regulation of heart contractions. We have already learned that inflammation is at the root of most of our illnesses, and we see that interleukin 2 has a negative response on the heart. It is gene- genetically related to type 1 hypersensitivity and type 1 diabetes. Interleukin 6 has both pro-inflammatory and anti-inflammatory effects on the body. It is secreted by T-cells and macrophages in response to infection or tissue trauma, especially burns. Interleukin-sick is involved with many bodily processes such as body's response to yeast, viruses, insulin, and cold. Interleukin-6 is involved in the process of gluconeogenesis, and gluconeogenesis is is the release of glucose into our body from cells in our liver and our kidneys. This process is stimulated by cortisol, which over time suppresses our immune system and increases fat storage. Homocysteine is a non-protein amino acid that at increased levels in the blood, causes endothelial cell injury, promoting inflammation that leads to athero- atherogenesis or plaque in the arteries. Homocysteine is associated with heart disease, stroke, and blood clots. Lastly, C-reactor protein, or uh, CRP, is a protein in the blood that that rises um, due to inflammation and has a negative effect on vasodilation and lipid storage. C-reactive protein has a strong correlation with heart disease. I hope you're seeing that decrease in inflammation is key uh, to living uh, a healthy, healthy life. We do this, I believe, in several ways. Uh, first, right thinking and believing. You know, we've talked about this before, that the brain is connected to the immune system through small little vessels. When we have negative, fearful, worried thinking, it releases chemicals uh, into our system that affect us negatively. It can cause our heart rate to go up. It can cause us to have constipation. Worst case scenario, when we're in a panic mode and we have tingling in our hand, we can actually even uh, pass out. The other way that we can learn to deal with stress is learning to meditate or pray. And then lastly is diet. This is where I'd like to talk to you about a little bit more about meditation or uh, mindfulness, if you would. uh, Another term for it would be mindfulness. And so what do we mean by mindfulness? Mindfulness is I believe uh, is remembering, being being intentional on our thoughts uh, in one way mindfulness is actually practicing the presence of our Lord Jesus or practicing uh, his presence in our daily lives. It's a form of of worship it's a form of intentionally turning our mind um, and giving uh, turning our mind to the lord and and releasing these stresses of the day it says In scripture, that uh, he says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will refresh you. Psalms 1, 2, and 3 says this But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law he meditates on day and night. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields, yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does, prosper. The word law uh, in this scripture is not the Ten Commandments, but it's the new command that Jesus gave us in the New Testament. It is not a religious practice, but a heart and mind connection to the Holy Spirit through the practice of worship or mindfulness. John 15, 12 says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Friends, you and I have been created to bear much fruit and to bear fruit that last. John 15 verses 16 and 17 says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command that you love each other. Mindfulness or meditation is simply worship. Kim Walker Smith uh, who is part of Bethel Worship defines, uh, or Bethel Music, I should say, defines worship very well in her teaching on the Holy Spirit and worship. She defines worship as God pouring out His love upon us, and in response to His love, we turn and give love back to Him. It is through worship that we become like the tree in Psalms one. The tree becomes strong and immovable when it's when it's planted by the stream. The stream is a picture of the Holy Spirit, who is called the living water. As we connect our hearts and minds to the Lord, he gives us the living water, which in turn wells up in us to be poured out on others around us. His presence refreshes us and makes our leaves green. When I think of the color green, I think about new growth, health, and new life. And this reminds me of the scripture In John uh, 3, chapter 2, I like the Passion Translation, and it says, This beloved friends, I pray that you are prospering in every way and that you continually enjoy good health, just as your soul is prospering. When our soul is prospering, it says here that we'll enjoy good health. I do believe that part of enjoying good health is learning to connect with the Holy Spirit, connect with our Father in heaven through the practice of prayer, meditating on his word. His word is powerful. It says in the Bible that his word is like a hammer that breaks down the most stubborn of strongholds. A stronghold is an area of wrong belief. When we believe wrong, many times it leads us uh, into... Uh, thinking that can be harmful for us and and some of that thinking is not knowing who we are in christ not knowing what we have as a benefit of a child of god there's so much in the bible that we could spend uh, so much more time with that but i I just encourage you to get in there and find out what are the promises of god first and foremost we must learn to love ourselves if we don't love ourselves then we surely cannot learn to love anybody else It is in that time of of worship, in that time of prayer, in that time of meditating on the Word of God that we we learn who we are, that there's a transformation, there's a heart and mind transformation that happens, that we begin to be transformed into His image and into His character. And He wants to bless us so that we can be a blessing to others. So I leave you with this prayer uh, today, and this is my prayer uh, for you, those who are Listening today. This is Paul's prayer in Ephesians chapter 3, uh, verses 16 through 21. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is in work that is at work within us to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for listening today. Please, I just encourage you uh, to be mindful. We, we do live in a stressful word world and you know, we can't get rid of all stress. Matter of fact, if we didn't have some stress. We wouldn't get up and go to work. I mean, you know, that's not realistic to think that we can get rid of all stress. But to live a happy happy life we've got we can't carry the burdens of every day we weren't meant to, and in that relationship with Christ, he's the one who bears the burdens. He's the one who encourages every day to lift lift ourselves up and to continue on this on this journey every day. so I encourage you to engage him, allow him to carry the burdens of your day, allow him to heal your heart, allow him to teach you how to go from glory to glory glory. Have a blessed day.